everybody. Welcome to the Punk Till I Die podcast. The first live the edition. The first ever. ever. It, 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 it's funny. This is number 52, for those of you keeping track at home. Yes. And we have, are doing something we always wanted to do. We are live from the Sistine Chapel. Live from the House of Trauma. That's right. Yes. I feel like it's a little echoey, so it might sound a little bit like the Sistine Chapel, but that's all right. So let us know how it sounds to all you guys out there, because it's is different. It's the first time we've ever recorded together, actually in the same room. So it's kind of a... It's monumental, Tom, isn't it? It's it is monumental. sort of monumental. And we have to look at each other, which is sort of cool, but sort of strange. Usually if one of us says something that the other one doesn't like, we don't get to see the immediate <laughs> Look reaction. of disgust. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, the funny thing is, though... Hopefully we shouldn't be like talking over each other this time because we can actually see each You'd other. You think we'd be able yeah. to take those slight verbal cues, right? Yeah, I suspect we'll still talk over each other. Yeah, but it's entirely possible. The other uh, sound you may hear is uh, daughter of trauma making chicken salad in the background. So how you doing back there, Alex? Fantastic, thank you. Those of you who have been reading me in for years, I, I when I when when Alex was younger, starting when she was like fifteen or so, she used to come with me to punk shows. She's really my only child that's sort of musical so we like i took her to sort of musical sort of, so no know, she's very musical like actually she sings like an angel curses like a sailor winning vocalist. exactly she, she sings like an angel and curses like a sailor but she uh <laughs> but yeah we I, we used to go to shows together i remember telling my like middle-aged you know middle-class friends that i had taken my daughter to smalls like this dive bar in detroit to see tsol and the sort of Look of disgust on their face, uh, judging me as a parent. But uh, well, hopefully you defriended them immediately. Hey, whatever. I, you know, listen. I live to be judged, and I care not. <laughs> That's what I like about you, buddy. So yeah, so so yeah, we are at my place in suburban Grand Rapids. Yep. Staring across the kitchen table from each other, it is ninety something degrees. I'm sweating profusely. My elbows will barely stay on the table from the amount of of sweat coming off of them. But yeah, Neil drove over. He had never been to. My home, which is in small town Midwest, it's America. in the middle of the country. Tom it, says it, it, it's it, not, but it is it, in the middle of the damn country. Than country, yeah, I mean, suburban? It, no, it's not suburban. I guess if it's you're country. from if you're from the Chicago area, I guess it might seem a little country. But compared to the communities around us, this is a freaking hub, Neil. A hub, very country. So, got, so like, your first impression? Plows and shit in the front yard. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. So country. your first impression, Neil. Is just that it's 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 very country. It's, it's lovely. You got a lovely house and a lovely family, but well, thank it's you. Uh, thank you. It is very country. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So did you like get stuck behind um, like a tractor or something while you were coming to my house, or that, did you did you avoid that? I saw tractors going the other way, so I didn't get trapped. So so everybody like in Europe and Australia realizes. Um, from Illinois to Michigan, obviously two states away. So it was actually about a, only about a three and a half hour drive. It wasn't too bad. It goes right around Lake Michigan, basically. If you didn't, if you didn't drive Michigan. like an old lady, you could have done it in 310, but well, hey, whatever. Well, here's the thing. So I was, I, I've had speeding tickets in Indiana before because mm. I know they look for Illinois plates. Mm. And I didn't see a single cop in Indiana, but I did see four, four uh, state police in Michigan. Mm. That's not where I thought you were going. I thought you were going to say, I got tickets in Indiana before, and you don't want me to have to tell you what I did to get out of those tickets. <laughs> I'm still ashamed of the things I've yeah. done in Indiana. But, you know, what they say, what, Indiana's for lovers, or what is it? What what happens in Indiana stays in Indiana? No, Isn't it, that their state slogan? No. It, no. It, <laughs> no, I actually saw it because I was on the license plate, and I saw a lot of Indiana plates. Hmm. It's like the crossroads of America. There you go. Is that that's, right? That's Indiana, yes. Like, the oh, only yeah. reason yeah. you go through it is to get to somewhere else. Yes, exactly. Yes. No yes. one ever stops there, but it's the crossroads of America. I guess it was was back 200 years ago right meanwhile we've been discussing like for the last couple months since michigan has been hard hit by the coronavirus we've made been making trips to indiana 
Yes. Because we're only two hours from the border. So we've been going down there. I did some record shopping. We did some, you know, eating out and shopping and things like that that we couldn't do here. So Indiana is... Uh, All right with you. Michigan's loss is Indiana's gain. There you but go. Yes. And it's... And it's driving through it is can be a challenge because yeah the scenery is a little dull and yeah you can fall asleep if there's yeah. a state to fall asleep. Dude, I, at, to everybody out there, Indiana, it's incredibly flat. So when you're driving and the roads are straight, which sounds nice, right? But it's it, it'll put you to sleep as you're driving because it's straight and flat. Um, there's a dirty joke there, but I'm not you should do it right now because if Alex you're driving is in through the Indiana, you should definitely drink. <laughs> I'm <an> <laughs> Yeah, you got to take it easy on the beer when you're driving through Indiana or you will fall asleep. Yes. In your seat. But the good news is it's so flat, you can pretty much drive right off the road and keep going almost indefinitely before you actually hit something. So <laughs> you yeah, may... you'll hit one of those Christian signs up to the side of exactly. the road, well, you, which is you like may, a bullshit, you may, or whatever the you fuck may, it is. Wait, you may wake up from the sound of corn, like corn cobs smacking against your against your Face. car like, yes. a, like a gentle rain. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But anyway, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a bad drive at all. I left at like 9 o'clock in the morning and I was here... It would have been 12.30 my time, 1.30 in the afternoon um, Tom's time because they're on Eastern time. Mm-hmm. So um, I came over and then we went right out. Of course, we went out, went out to lunch and had a bunch of beer and stuff like that. Yep. Like he said, it's hot as shit. It, it is really, really, is. really hot. So we had a little pool in the backyard. So then we went for a dip, you know, and it was, uh, it's nice. It's nice uh, country suburban life. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. That, brings, that brings us to our first song. Does it? Was it so. called Country Suburban Life? Is it too is it too quick to play the first song? No, yeah. let's play our first song. Wow, it's already five minutes in, buddy. Is that right? What are you doing? Yeah, usually like twenty minutes, right? Yeah, but well, no, uh, ten it, minutes normally. Yeah. Well, it's just funny because I we've been talking about this band, you and I back and forth, and I think I know we've mentioned them on the pod. Yes. Because this is one of those bands that it really irritates me that I haven't been listening to them for fifteen years. Yes, they're brilliant. The, the band is Broken Bottles, or Southern California band, no longer around. The main guy died a long time ago, right? Just the mess. Like 10, 12, RIP, at buddy. least years ago, right? Yeah. Like in the teens. Um, but I remember years ago hearing, I, I drove truck, you know, so I used to listen to satellite radio. Mm-hmm. Love satellite radio. Howard Stern mostly. But I also uh, would listen to Marky Ramon's Punk Rock Blitzkrieg, Creek, and I remember him playing this band and really loving it and kind of looking for the album, like half-ass, but never finding it. And I don't know if I gave up my search too easily or what. But the band is, yeah, Broken Bottles, and this song is from their second album, which is called Hospital. Not Hospitals, but Hospital, right? Hospital, yeah, it's Hospital. Hospital. Yeah, exactly. And it's called Suburban Dream, and I just thought it was appropriate because, you know, Neil's visiting my me and my Suburban Dream. My Suburban Dream actually reminds me, I, sh- I probably should have played the great SNFU old song, Welcome to My Humble Life of Chaos, or was it My Humble Life of Chaos? Dude, we've never actually like played SNFU on the podcast. Well, maybe, we haven't played maybe it later. Yeah, maybe. We're all booked it up for today. But yeah, this anyway, this is uh, Broken Bottles, Suburban Dream. Suburban Dream, white picket fence. Time has come to pay the rent. The neighborhood watch is after you. Your thunder sun, your forms up. We could be the best of friends
suburban self-destructive sound Broken Bottles, Suburban Dream, and uh, we both actually love the band, so we're actually going to play another Broken Bottles song later on. Are we? And, uh, yes, we are. And uh, you probably recognize, I mean, the sound, right? It's a very much early, early, first album, Social Distortion, yep. but with a, with a different kind of vocal. They're, they're fantastic. I, it, can't, it, I can't talk them up enough. It actually makes you wonder what would have happened with Social Distortion if they wouldn't have gone, to, gone down the cow punk yeah, yeah, yeah. path. Yeah. Of course, you know, visiting, you're visiting me up here in, in the country, so I guess... Uh, the cow punk path might be the place to be. So actually, I learned something interesting about you, Neil. What? Oh, well, well maybe interesting the, is the wrong word. What did that? What did you well, learn? But that, that you are afraid to drive across bridges. That's that is interesting, isn't it? It is interesting. <laughs> so you and it's tell actually me, you're gonna, if, so if, I hate to play part amateur psychologist here, <laughs> but uh, what if you look? Tell up, me about the bridge you originally got molested under. If you. <laughs> Under the Iron Bridge, we yeah, kissed, exactly. and even though I ended up with parched lips, um, if you look it up, that's actually a thing. It's not just me. That's a widespread thing. Hmm. Is the is the fear of bridges? But it probably comes. You're not from... going to play like London bridges falling down as your new song, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Um, no, it's a, you know what? I don't like heights, and I I can't go on roller coasters or shit like hmm. that. So, but I figured driving over here because I drove over plenty of bridges on yep. the way here. There's a couple rivers. So and... I figured out. As long as there's like a cement wall or something to the side of me, mm. and I can't see down, I'm fine. But the bridges I don't like, like when I went to Cincinnati one time and I was driving across, what is that, the Probably Missouri or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that's a bridge, and you can see down through it's it. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's just like metal grate that you're driving on, and that like terrified the shit out of me. I can actually see Boy, we have one of those, like 15 miles to the west, and it's a drawbridge. Oh, Jesus. If that little record store over there that I love were open, I would drag you over there, but they... Well, you'd be driving. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, like, like after you, I knew you'd been on the road for like two hours, I called you on the road because I just wanted to make sure you weren't like stopped at the foot of one of these bridges, like, like curled up in yeah. the fetal position. Yeah. Like, like, and strange kids, like neighborhood children were poking you with a stick or something to see what was going on. But you made it, so that's, that's nice. It's called Jephyrophobia. An intense fear of driving over a bridge. The mere thought or anticipation of it brings on a panic attack. So I'm not that bad, but uh, but it, it, it is a real thing because I've heard of people like like in New York and stuff like that. They'll have to cross on some of those bridges and they'll have to pull off to the side and wait for somebody else to come and drive them across. Yeah, 
right? Wow, how do you yeah. get that job? Well, you think it... I'm and, the guy who sits by the side of the river and drives <laughs> other people across. Well, no, the, the, like the equivalent of where we have, a, a, what's it called, IDOT in, in Illinois. They'll, I mean, they come, if you've crashed and stuff like that, they'll come and help you out. But that, the equivalent of that in New York would be the people that are doing it. But I'm figuring if you have that kind of fear, A, why would you live in a town or city where there's a lot of bridges like that? And hmm. B... Yeah, maybe don't drive then. Yeah, don't maybe. go to St. Louis, dude. <laughs> yeah. You gotta cross. The, don't go to like St. Louis. You gotta cross the Mississippi River. It's like the size of a lake. See, know? I've been to I've been to St. Louis numerous times. Huh. So I guess this is something that's only happened to me the last twenty years. But maybe it's going away because, like I said, I actually had no problem coming across here, and I went across the Skyway, which is a big ass bridge. Yeah. And uh, but it was three lanes, so I, as if I was in the middle lane, I was fine. I couldn't see. I couldn't see the drop. I think that's what it is. Oh, there's Tom's dog barking that's at somebody. That's not my dog. My dog doesn't bark, but they appear to be having a real fun time out there, huh? Yeah, there's a fight outside. No, I just remember going to St. Louis years and years ago. You got across the Mississippi, and Alice, who's still making her freaking chicken salad in the background very loudly. I'm making food. I can, eat. can probably remember this, but every time I, I kept screwing up, and every time I screwed up on the highway interchange, I would end up driving across the Mississippi River and end up back in East St. Louis. Oh, that's not a good East place Louis, to be. East St. Louis, Illinois. Yes, a wonderful yep. town if you like strip joints and pole barns. Mm-hmm. And gangs. It's and, great. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was a wonder, wonderful. But yeah, you would have, I remember every time we crossed the bridge, my my one son, my, my younger son was pretty little. He said, is this the Miss Pissy River? Is this the Miss Pissy River? <laughs> I actually like that. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Exactly. I mean, if you Pissy look River. at it, it looks like the Miss Crappy River, but you know, yeah, they call it the Big Brown, right? Or the Big, the Big Muddy? Big Muddy. I've been to St. Louis numerous times and... Uh, why was I in St. Louis? I, th- I think actually I flew out of there a couple times because hmm. it's uh, it's a much nicer airport than, really? than O'Hare. Not so big. Yeah, not so big. We flew down to New Orleans with my mom and dad. As a matter of fact, we flew hmm. down to New Orleans from there. That was the time we stayed in the hotel, the St. Peter's Guest House, where um, oh, Johnny Thunder's today, died. Where Johnny Thunder's died. Okay. We might have been in that very room. We were supposed to be down there for in the spring before COVID hit. And my son, that same son who said Miss Pissy, is now almost 16, and we were going to go see the subhumans down there. Okay. But, of course, like all the foreign tours, it got canceled. Canceled. Yes. Boy. Is this a good time to talk about this spring when we were podcasting, and we were so happy. We were literally... Boasting about we all the shows. We yep. about how many shows we were going to go to, yep. and literally like, oh, Hello, what Shana. are we going to do? How are we going to choose these shows? There's so many, and... Uh, Wow, that was like laughing in the face of God or something. He smacked us down. So right? I blame you. I blame you oh. for COVID. Uh, that's it's your fault. Could be. Yeah. So I do like you, to cough on people. So there you go. So I. I do like to turn my head and cough on people, Neil. I never mind. Yes, your daughter's <laughs> sitting over there, so I'm not going to say a word. Yeah. Um, I've had a lovely time so far. Well, good, man. I've, I'm only glad. Be, I've only been here for a day. I'm in a little pissant hotel in yes. this uh, in this little town. The only I mean, hotel I, I, in town. I offered it. You know, I offered you to sleep on the, on the couch, and the dog would lick your hand constantly while you slept. Or, or my, I, I thought about kicking my son out of his room, but I think you may also have a phobia of hundreds and thousands of Lego stormtroopers staring so at that me. Might, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's uh, would be know. worse as if it was a little bit of a turnout. I think that would be even creepier, <laughs> but. <laughs> how did you hear about that? God damn it! I don't even know how you say that. I don't even know what that phobia is called. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. But I'm pretty sure it's mostly a big city phobia. We yeah. don't have that out here in the country. But just so you know, I mean, you know, Tom jokes about it being a suburb, or whatever. But downtown, I went to downtown, the yeah. town that we small. live in. 
and it, it's like Mayberry. It's like uh, I was expecting <laughs> Barney Fife to come if by. If you want to you know? shoot like a movie set in the 50s, yeah. you just come shooting yep. our downtown because the storefronts haven't been updated since yeah. then. But. I mean, the barbershop's got like the spinning pole and stuff like that, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it's very old-fashioned. But we went to a nice bar downtown uh, called Champs. It was. But let me tell you, nice. there's no Andy Griffith here. The cops still wear body armor and will beat you with a club <laughs> and mace you if you... Uh, if you get out of line, so well, that's obviously because everybody's got guns. So you I know, guess, I guess, yeah. you, I guess you. Boy, say that, that might be the next segment. But you want you want to play a song, or you or you want to? Uh, sure. Why don't I, you? Why don't you um, what, what are you gonna play for us? We haven't really discussed this. Yet. Well, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna play another Broken Bottle song. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna play a song off the first record. Okay. Which uh, what's the first record called? Up the it's bottles. In the bottles. In the bottles. Eight, so, 2002, 2003, maybe. 2002, I think. Okay. Yeah. So the first album is called In the Bottles, and this song is called Gothic Chicks. Nice. One, two, three, four! Oh 
hours every day when gothic chicks were cool. So there you go, gothic chicks. So you can see that Jess the Mask clearly had a thing for um, gothic chicks in 1982. Well, between that and like Bloody Mary and yep. the Ozzy Osbourne song, I gotta tell yep. you, I don't know... You know, oh, yeah. we, we, always, we always talk about how these records made in the 80s that we love, 70s, 80s, you know, Any Nowhere League, Fear, I always say Fear, stuff like that. You know, if they got made now, these people would be shamed out of punk because they're so politically incorrect. Yes. But that was early 2000s. Yeah, well, yeah. Just, just the Mess didn't care. What was the other one we loved? Smog Town, same thing. Smog Town, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like sure. uh, it, it was before it became like puritanical hardcore, you know. Puritanical hardcore. That's not true. Puritanical, puritanical hardcore started in like 1980, but for yeah. whatever reason, these guys, these Southern California boys, were able to avoid that stuff. No, were you ever straight edge? Ever? 15, 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah, I was straight, straight edge when I was fifteen. Um, when I was very, when I was very young, maybe no, because I only smoked cigarettes when I was very young, so yeah. I, I don't think I was ever. Um, there were a few around, but that wasn't really a big thing in this scene. Like most of the punk scenes, we were all 40-ounce toting, yeah. jarm cigarette smoking, you know. What kind of cigarettes? Like jarms or clove cigarettes. Do you ever that, smoke those? those oh, real, those clove, that's what, that's what all the hippies used to smell. Up. Well, they tear your throat up. They're horrible, honestly. Yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, we were kind of reminiscing about that. There used to be this club in town that on Friday night would play horrible, like, rap and dance music and stuff. But on Thursday nights, it was alternative night. You can't see, I'm making, Neil and I are actually looking at each other, I'm making air quotes, alternative yep. night. Rabbit ears. So they play like Depeche Mode and The Cure and stuff like that, and all the weirdos would go, and that was where we'd go. I would never go on the Friday night where they're playing, I don't even know what they were playing, in the early 90s, ice, uh, Vanilla Ice or something? I, you should have gone, you gone your leather jacket, no shirt, I, I and broke shorts. up with a girl because she was a Vanilla Ice fan. I mean, that wasn't the whole reason, but uh, anyway, uh, but but yeah, we would go to this uh, night, and we would and we couldn't drink, of course. It, it, the place was a bar at one point, but I think lost their liquor license. So they became a teen club, which mm-hmm. is, you know, last resort before you get turned into a pie right. shop or whatever. Yeah, we had some of those in Chicago, too. And, yeah, uh, yeah on that Thursday night we go and they play The Cure and Depeche Mode and we dance and wear mascara and smoke clove cigarettes More and jarms. Whoa. Tom, do you have any photos of this? No. Tom Trauma wearing mascara? It's funny. Wow. I look at all these people when they were young that took all these photos. We never took photos. Well, you didn't back then. Like, I had photos yeah. of my family and stuff. Right. But I never had, like... But I see some of these kids in the 90s. It seems like they had more photos than we do. We have very few. Yeah, I have very few. Like, I, you know, I played bands for years, and the amount of photos I have is real limited, honestly. Yeah, McWilson, my band, we have, like, four photos. Yeah. And when someone posted one, the other, like, that we didn't know about, like, about a month ago, someone posted on our first show, the Naked Reagan show... And I was just amazed. I'd hmm. never seen those photographs before. Or that photograph before, I should so, say. It's almost hard to look at yourself when you're that young anymore. No, I loved going, it. Like, what happened? Yeah. What, but it's what like... do you mean? I'm a very handsome man. We talk about <laughs> Well, but I mean, you know, but 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 I'm sure your yes. hair was much darker. Yeah, and, you know, God, just, yes. just yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, my hair's really only gone gray the last, like, five or six years. Because I remember, like, I, I you know, I, I weighed, I was not a, ever a small person. I weighed, like, 200 pounds when I graduated high school. But it was 200 well-shaped pounds. <laughs> So, so like five years later, ten That's years. Amazing. So like ten years later, I'm still 200 pounds, but it's like migrated from my chest down to my belt. You know what I mean? Oh, it's dear. just it's it's rearranged different. I'm not not 200 anymore. No, mm-hmm. I'm I'm half again the man I once was. Maybe not <laughs> maybe not quite half again, but you know. All but, right, well, uh, that's good. But, so so you so you go into the alternative night. Yeah. Okay. So this all got back to the straight edge thing. So that's. Did, oh, did, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm just rambling. Oh, no, the clove cigarettes. That's what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, down in Champaign, do any people that smoke clove cigarettes with a... Why are 
Yes, oh, someone's rustling through the fridge over there. Oh my yes. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. She's looking for more cigarettes. It? It's worse than when we first started. Those of you who've been with us since the beginning, I used to record in a different room before I moved up to the Pillow Fortress of Solitude. And I recorded in the back room, and I think my wife, like, subconsciously was trying... I don't know if she was trying to sabotage me. It wasn't her, subconsciously, buddy. It was her, her <laughs> way of, like, of, of like showing her irritation. Could I you swear, shut the hell up? She, like, was putting the dishes away by throwing them like Frisbees or something. And you could hear it really loud in the background. And I, like, got done, and I'm, like, chastising her, like, can't you guys be quiet while I'm podcasting? And she's like, you mean, can't our entire house of five people be totally silent for two hours while you sit around with your supposed friends on the uh, on the internet so it actually i guess the fact that you were able to come here means that i, I was afraid for a while i think my wife thought that neil was code word for some other woman i was seeing <laughs> and uh and now that she's met you maybe she'll be you know, a little uh yeah, hopefully because we got we seem to get on very well hopefully yeah, yeah, I, no, I mean no, she's, yeah, a she's a lovely lady well thank you man it's uh yeah but okay. anyway I, oh please i'm so glad i got married when i was young and had my hair and was thin you know you God the, knows what kind of scraps I'd get now. You got the podcast, man. You're that's a superstar. True. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Podcast. No, I was just saying that in Champagne back in the day, clove cigarettes. There was it was the clove cigarettes and the patchouli oil. That's all the hippies. Oh, the made. hippie. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We were not stinky hippies. ass hippies. All like the um, they thought they were like artsy or something like that. So mm. they'd smoke the clove cigarettes and they mm. fucking I mean stink. Sorry, mm. everybody. Gotta watch well, the you know the, the funny thing is, you know, I always smoke. I smoked those in my almost like late thirties, even when I had kids. For quite a while, I would sneak outside the house. Well, hopefully, whatever. you weren't smoking clove cigarettes by no, that No, no, just just cigarettes. And I, I, I'd like try to quit every January, and yeah. by August, I'd be full smoking again. But I, I had. What were you smoking, Marlboro? Just camels or whatever. I yeah. like filter, you know, lights or whatever. I, I'd hide from the lights. kids. Well, aren't you delicate? And I'd smoke at work and not when I got home. But I gave it up finally. But uh, but I was always a singer, man. I, when I was young, I had, oh, I, had yeah, a, yeah. I had a nice voice. Yeah. But how many singers? You know, I see I see the old pictures like Paul Westerberg when he was younger from their placement. Always a cigarette between his. Right. But you're young. You're indestructible. Yeah, you know, every, I could go to band practice did. or I could sing five nights a week without losing my voice. Now I can maybe do one night a week, you know, and I'm hoarse for the next. Oh, well. Yeah. But yeah, man, I remember the, yeah, the stink of clove cigarettes. You'd like, oh, and be, I'd like, get man. the F out. Get yeah. the F out. I don't want to smell that shit. Get out. And there'd always be the one hippie. Well, it wasn't the hippie store. It was the rock and roll store. Was it called Bogarts or something like that? And they'd sell like um, like blacklight crap and clove cigarettes and like your rock and roll clothes. You know, the mm. typical 80s rock and roll clothes, you know. So it, it wasn't punk rock at all, but it would be, you'd maybe have to get some studs for your jacket or something in there and that mm. kind of thing. It was in a Johnstown Center. I can't remember what it was called, but mm. it was something it was somewhere like Bogarts or some nonsense like that. So... I tell you what, Alex is making the most elaborate-looking chicken sandwich. Chicken salad. Made, yeah, well, she and made, fish yeah, yeah, but I've never seen chicken salad cooked on the stove before. Normally, chicken salad is cold. Yeah, I'm making a sandwich. Now she's Sourdough. okay. All I right. think she just uh, can't stand to not be part of this. Well, this is fascinating. I could. Well, see it's why fun, she you know, I, I mean, I told I just you. really want to be famous. Right, get out of here. <laughs> I told you earlier. The irony is, like, when I was younger, I played in bands and we made our own CDs and stuff. You know, when we we were out there hustling, right? Yeah. And but they were all, you know, low budget, homemade kind of, not homemade, but you know, self release kind of thing. And uh, John Gentili, who was my editor at Punk News, I've been friends with for years, and some of you who follow this over from Punk News know who he is. He does these mixtapes sometimes, like under the Punk News umbrella. And Alex, my daughter, who's dropping forks and whatnot in the background. <laughs> That's amazing. She sang on one of his tapes. She was a very gifted, very gifted singer. Still is. Doesn't really exercise those muscles anymore. But 
she has a disguise credit. Wow. And I do yeah. not. I do not. Yeah. All that music I made, I wrote probably a hundred <laughs> punk songs back in the day. I do not have a disguise credit. But if you are in Discogs and you look up Daughter of Trauma, <laughs> my daughter Alex has a Discogs credit. Wow. And it's mm-hmm. a parody of like, these are a few of my favorite things. What's that from? Mary Poppins um, or something? Yeah. Yes. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. from the other one. Sound of Music. Oh, the Sound oh, of Music. Oh, Sound of Music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, yep. if anything yep. proves that I'm a heterosexual male, it's that I don't know my musicals. I was yep. in that musical. Dad came and saw it. He's just a bad dad. <laughs> bad dad. There I you came, go. didn't I? Yeah. What? I mean, I, I showed up. I mean, what, what, listen, I, I think what the kids don't understand is... He was and, in the back Neil smoking re- clove cigarettes. Neil can relate to this because his dad is even more of the generation of like my grandparents. It used to be really easy to be a dad. You had to go to work and make a living. Yeah. That was it. I mean, yeah. sperm donor, make a living. Those were your two goals. Kids now might... Now you can't even do that anymore. Oh, whatever. <laughs> wow. My, uh, but, but now you have to be real involved with your kids. You have to be really involved with your kids. It's like, Alex, seriously. I just need to shampoo my skin. And then, I think she's going to crunch them real loud. You need to take that downstairs to eat. But anyway, uh, but yeah, they, people don't understand the struggle for fathers now. You're expected to be all involved with your kid's life and all that stuff. My dad, like... I played sports yeah, and stuff when I was a kid. Dad never showed up. Dude, Mom, always there. Dad dude, never. Yes. But there's a balance. Those helicopter parents you see these days. Oh, no, days, that's not us. Trust they're me. Making the, they're making the kids insane, and they're making the kids neurotic, yeah. and they're making the kids completely freaked out. Dude, do you out. think I'm a helicopter parent? Oh, God, no. No, but I'm just saying there's a balance there. You can't yeah. be in, you can't be too involved, because then it goes to that other weird-ass extreme. So if I was going to fall on the side, I would fall on the... Seriously, these chips are crazy. <laughs> I wish we were we were uh, like okay, video okay. recording this right now. Get out of here! I'm counting my calories, so I have to make sure I'm uh, yeah. I'm counting my calories too. One another beer, Neil. Um, <laughs> well, it's hot as it. What, what, what's, what's the uh, heartbreakers line? It's hot as a bitch. I should have been rich. But I'm oh yeah, just yeah. Chinese digging rock. a Chinese ditch. Yeah. I will make my exit. Y'all have a fun time. Bye bye. Bye, Alex. Lovely seeing nice you. Nice talking to you as yep. usual. Yep. So now we can talk about the real bad stuff. Exactly. Alex yeah. is gonna go back to her subterranean den. <laughs> that's funny so one thing that we did today so yesterday was a day of like drinking and in the pool and as we, opposed to today yeah and then we went out to, well one thing we did today so we went out to dinner last night and it was real nice man we went yeah, out right to the, the beach uh, right on the Muskegon, Muskegon, right? Yep, right on Lake Michigan it was gorgeous it was gorgeous I mean I could have been on vacation anyway. it was a beautiful sunset I'll post a picture of it it was really nice yeah. Michigan who the hell we have it? tons of pictures we're going to post all of our vacation yes like our, our vacation photos we are so, we've hit all the highlights but then today so being English. Should we play the song first? No, because it ties into what I'm going to talk about. Uh, I know, but I'm saying, should we play the song first? We'll give play, people a little preview. Okay, we'll play, we'll play one song. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, you do yours. Okay, we're going to do the D.I., the great D.I. song. So D.I., I'm sure everybody knows who D.I. is, right? I mean, they're like the big... They better, they better had, but they might but not. But D.I. was Casey, who was the original drummer from the adolescence, broke off and did the band D.I. The most famous song is Richard Hung Himself, which I think we've played. Yeah, maybe it's on. It's on. If you've seen the movie Suburbia, that's yeah, what yeah. they play. Anyway, that, Richard Hung himself. Great, great song. Yeah. But um, this song came to mind when I was thinking about our uh, activity today. So this our is, escapades. This is Di, and the song is called Guns. Thank you. 
So there, guns by DI. Now, what does DI stand for? Do you know? I think I might have known at one point. Yeah, I feel, sure. so. I feel like I should know, but... Where's I, the Google machine? Off the, off the top of my head, I can't think of what that stands for. Um, I'll use your classic. Damned intolerance? I'll use my, your classic line, Neil. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst while yourselves. Well, I Google that. Yeah. So anyway, so that was called guns. So, um, being English, I had never actually gone out and shot guns before. So Tom's grandparents have a, a lovely farm, a lovely old farm. His grandparents are alive. He's a lucky man. And um, so we went out. They have 80 acres. So we went yes. out, shady acres. Um, we went out there and just set up. He's got, a, he's got a couple of pistols and his daughter, lovely Alex, who was just making the huge chicken salad sandwich, apparently. She has, the loudest chicken yeah, salad sandwich. Yeah, the loudest chicken salad sandwich. She literally could have strangled the chicken <laughs> and not made as much noise as she did. Yes, I like to strangle a chicken. Um, That's called choking the chicken. Oh, you know, come well, on. It was, hey, it was close enough. Um, so anyway, so we had about, we had the, how many handguns? We had like four handguns and a rifle or something like that. Yeah, maybe, yeah three or four handguns. Yeah, so we, so we went out in the, in the backwoods out there and just shot at, shot at cans and stuff like that. And I have to say, it was a ton of fun. I had a great time. Ah, uh, interrupt. Drug ideology. Oh, that's what DI stands for? Yes. Wow, I never would. That's kind of lame, actually. Hmm. Don't you think? Drug ideology? I don't know. Listen, man. Yeah, I'm not digging that at all. I'm going to make my own up. Damned Intolerance. I prefer there that. You go. There you go. Damned Intolerance. So anyway, so, uh, I'm so did, we, did we play the song? Or are we still going to play it? No, we played it. We did? Okay. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, we played it. Yeah. Um, see? It, it, yeah, cut this. Um, anyway. Nah, it's fine. We had... It was a ton of fun. It was an absolute ton of fun. Yes. And um, now... I tell you what it was. It was a lot louder than I thought it was going to be. Hmm. Even the twenty twos were. Um, I just didn't. Twenty two pistols have a pretty good crack. To yeah, them. it was crack. That's it was like, yeah. like a whip cracking or something like that, right? So, um, I mean, and I was I was all right with my old man vision. Hit I, some cans. Yeah, I, I hit some cans. I missed a lot. I think I was low a lot because we made a made a couple of holes in something we probably shouldn't have made a hole in. <laughs> but um, and I was always I was always hitting low. Clearly, uh, either that or we all were because it was like almost a perfect line. <laughs> <laughs> of where the shells went through. Now, what kind of that was the um, that was a nine millimeter, right? The bigger pistol. Yeah, yes, the bigger pistol. Yes. Yeah. So we had a nine millimeter. We had a couple of twenty two. Mostly the rest were twenty two. The rest yeah. were twenty twos yeah. with rifle and. Uh, Even though my daughter, who was just in here making a lot of noise, who's all of nineteen years old, has a twenty two rifle that if you saw somebody carrying that thing, you would just you just run behind the dumpster, yeah. right? I mean, it's just it's it's. It looks like an assault rifle. It does. It's yeah. only a twenty two, but it's it's great fun to shoot because it's cheap to shoot because the ammo and you just boop 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 pop 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 pop. Um, yeah, it was amazing. I, I actually had a really good time shooting. Yeah. I, I couldn't hit the broadside of a barn with that one. But uh, yeah, the only one I had good luck with was the Ruger, right? 
that looks like mm-hmm. a Luger. Looks like a World War II Luger. Yep. And I was, yep. I was actually pretty decent with that. Which I've so. had for many, many, many years. Yeah. It's funny because I'm, I'm really not a huge gun person. I have, I have a handful of guns, like maybe five or whatever. I don't even know. I don't even count it. They're not like tattoos or guitars. I just barely keep track, you know. And uh, But I grew up, my, my father was a big gun enthusiast. And he's, he's a gun dealer now. So we, we I always grew up around guns, so I'm very comfortable with them. Yeah. I don't love them particularly, but I, I know how to use them. To me, they're the classic, you know, it's a tool and I know how to use it. Right. And if I ever had to use it to defend myself, I certainly would be able to do that. So I, and I, and I, am, I am definitely a Second Amendment guy, and it's funny because you got all this craziness in the world right now. And even some of our very liberal friends are realizing that Second Amendment is pretty important when it comes to defending yourself. So i tell you what was funny, though. As someone that's never really used a real gun before, it was actually when I first had it in my hand, it was a little scary because as a kid, you used to having toy guns. Hmm. And so this felt like the Ruger didn't feel any different. It was light. So it didn't feel mm. any different than a toy gun until you realize that, you know, get a good toy gun, you point it at your friend, you shoot, bang, bang, right? I was like, shit, if I did this, this, this could kill somebody right here. So you're, it actually you're pretty smart, you. though, Neil. Remember I told you, you got to look down the barrel to see if there's a bullet in there or not, and you didn't do it. See, you're, you're natural. Bull. You're a quick learner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a quick learner. No, but it was like, it, it, it really, you do have a feeling of power holding this yeah. damn thing, and, and you should, right? Because yeah. it is a, it is a It's true. Weapon. You have to respect it. Yeah, there's definitely. No question. If you don't respect it, that's, that's when you hurt yourself or hurt somebody else. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you really do have to, have to pay attention to that stuff. But, yeah, doing it, doing it was fun. Um, I, yeah. that, was, that was a good time, well, except it was so damn hot. Yeah, and, and eventually the bugs found us. But, yeah. yeah, it's definitely, you know, you get out in these smaller towns, and I, I want to say it's a Midwestern thing, but I don't think it even is. I think if you're 20 miles outside of Seattle or 20 miles outside of Minneapolis, or once you get outside the major city centers, you know, there's a big hunting. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big gun culture, and I, I'm, I'm definitely not. I don't really consider myself part of that. We ran into a couple of people, and we made the mistake of telling them that we're going to go shooting, and they start like spouting off numbers again, at it. Like, very, uh, very much like Mayberry. Yeah, like, well, the, well, well, no, not Mayberry. I mean, Otis never talked about AR-15s and stuff. Where you're like, <laughs> where we're, we're like, oh yeah, I got, a, I got an X-69-23, and you're literally like, yeah. I feel like that Simpsons episode where, Homer, where it's like. Homer Simpson smiling politely. You know, it's like, yes, I'm looking at you and I'm nodding, and but I have do no idea what you're talking about. You, you, yeah, exactly. I, I hope you noticed that when he was blabbing onto you and you were like, oh, excuse me, I'm going to go to the bathroom, I cut out at that point because yes. I did not want to talk to these two dudes. <laughs> well, you know, because uh, there was him and his. And it's and pretty bad because I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, Neil, this town isn't that small. It's like 4,700 people, you know, it's not that small. And Tom knows everybody. But everywhere I go, I keep <laughs> running into people. Yeah. And literally, like, I stopped by one place and my son's there. And yeah. it's just like, we just kept, yeah. like, oh, that guy, that guy's my old buddy's neighbor. And it's just, yeah, so it's. it's 4,700 people? I think it's like 47 people. It's 4,700 <laughs> people. I keep running into the same, like, 23 people over and over again. Yeah, so. yeah the rest of them are all in shooting their guns. But, um,. But yeah, the, the two guys we saw at the bar, odd but odd and knob, we can call them, whatever you want to call them. Um, but they're you know very intent that they're going to defend their houses. I yes. don't know around here who they're defending their houses yeah, against. Because Antifa are not coming to no, the small I, town America. And I, I a lot to, of times have to hold my tongue because I I think they think, I think they really think that we're going to be invaded by like Antifa or something, and that they're going to need to defend. So you their say house. Antifa, and I, think, I say Antifa. That's interesting. I don't know, and I think yeah. it's fine. You know, I think you should be able to defend yourself. I think that's fine. I think you should be prepared. Yeah, you to, should. You should be able to be prepared to do that. But I'm afraid they're a little, yeah, a little misguided. And the fact of the matter is, I told you, I know a lot of the local Antifa kids, and I don't think most of them could sock their way out of a paper sack. So a wet paper sack. Yeah. 
But, well, maybe uh, he saw Red Dawn when he was a kid and thinks the Russians or the Cubans are going to invade at any minute. Oh, so that'd he's be so gotta... great, wouldn't it? Wolverines! <laughs> <laughs> See, everybody hated that movie. I loved it. Yeah, I absolutely loved that I gotta movie. I got to tell you, you know, growing up when when I grew up, now you're older, obviously, but growing up when I grew up... Thanks, Tom. In the, <laughs> well, in the kind of the end of the, the 80s, that Red Scare thing, we, did, we thought the Russians were going to nuke us. You know, yeah. I went to bed... It, it, that was probably my greatest trauma as a child. Like I came That's from. That's why he's called Tom Trauma. <laughs> he still has well, nightmares I, but I, but about it. I came it. from a stable family. I knew my parents loved me. We lived in suburbia. We were poor, but we were honest. You know, we were just. We, you know, I, I came from a good. You're making me cry. I had a good situation, but I thought the Russians were going to kill us. Yeah. And now you realize, you know, unfortunately, we live in such a polarized world where literally we can't trust the news. Because the news has an agenda, and it just... But I was scared, man. I was scared piss. I hope my kids don't feel the same way. I, I always tried to... I don't think they're scared of the Russians anymore. You know? No, our president's best buddies with their president. You know what? We should go to the bar right now and take the mic with us, and we'll ask Bob and Bob or whatever the hell their names are. He's who probably is, sitting there. Well, who exactly? Who exactly they're well, fighting Well, after 2 right o'clock, now. I'm pretty sure that guy is sitting at the bar every day till after 2 o'clock, <laughs> and he leaves when they throw him out. Yeah. So that's good. So he's got guns. That's great. And apparently, a shit ton of guns completely tricked out yeah. with all kinds of nonsense. With all kinds of numbered devices yep. that all we don't know. Yes, exactly. And listen, it's one of those things. You know, listen, you and I nerd out about things, too. I get it. Our final records can't kill people. Well, see? I was going to say, you know? oh, you got the blue one? I got the pink one. <laughs> you know, I mean, so, so but, but whatever. You know, my, my father. No, I get that completely. I, my I father do. growing yeah. up yeah. had an awesome stereo and mm-hmm. guitars. And he loved guns. And like I said, he's a dealer, right? He has a gun dealer. Yeah. And uh, I definitely was drawn more towards the guitar stuff. Loved mm-hmm. his stereo, loved his guitars. But I have, I do, I have a healthy respect for guns, and I think there is a place for them. Yeah. I, uh, I'm one of those rare souls that actually thinks that the entire Bill of Rights should be defended. Because we live in this system where like ha- one political party thinks half of them are crap, and the other political party thinks the other half are crap. But you know, there's a reason for that, those, ten, those first ten amendments. But anyway. Soapbox! Soapbox! Um, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll play my song now. So this yes. is... This is hey, a, I, I want to um, mention that we're... What, what are we drinking, Neil? We're drinking... What is this? Founders, Founders Pilsner. Pilsner. Yeah, I mean, I'm not since normally a, a Pilsner guy, but this is all right on a so, hot well, day. It's all right. Since you were coming over, I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm going to show you the best of Grand Rapids. So. Um, I, I actually like that. What was that black that we were drinking? Oh, that uh, Perrin Black. That's Perrin Black. It, too, it, was yeah. like a, it was like a porter. It was very, yeah. very good. I'll, I'll definitely look for that. I don't know if you can buy it in cans or whatever, but that was They do good. can it. I don't know where they send it off to. Oh, this is this is good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's Michigan, is it? Yes. It says Puerto Rico on it. No. Yes, it does. You're telling me this Founders beer? Puerto like, Rico, right there. There's no way. They came this right in PR. <laughs> well, unless Puerto Rico is now in Michigan. Maybe that's where they make the aluminum for the cans or something. Yeah, that's okay. crazy. <laughs> Are they outsourcing this? Yeah. So we're, we're actually drinking Puerto Rican beer. So yeah, yeah whatever. They yeah, need, whatever. They need a couple of bucks it still too. tastes good. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm going to play a song um, by a band that is... Uh, I don't know how politically incorrect they actually are. Now... I don't know who you're talking about, so... Combat 84. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I so, so they were like a second wave oy band. We're mm. talking like 82, 83. So they came a little bit after the so first So they came games. out in 82, 83 and they called themselves Combat 84. Was that just a random number or? I mean, 1984 was like a big deal, right? A lot of people called themselves I mean, I guess, after, I guess like, Sh- I guess like Sham 69 didn't yeah. come out in 69 either, right? Uh, no, but that's what the big skinhead revival was in 69, which is why they called themselves really? Sham 69. Yeah, they were from Hersham. Mm. So they got the Hershey end of that, boys, and supposedly he saw that on a uh, on, painted on a wall. 
Hersham 69, mm. and so that's where we got Sham 69. Anyway. Trauma 69, that's my uh, username on uh, MySpace. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> um, Combat 84, um, so they were a skinhead band. And so they came yeah, in the wake of the foreskins and the rejects and stuff like that. Mm. And um, they got lumped in. There was a doc. There was a, a documentary on the skinhead scene and how right wing it was and stuff like that. Mm. And they filmed that at a Combat Eighty Four gig. And of mm. course, in London, there was a shit ton of. Was fights. Combat Eighty Four right wing or not necessarily? Um. So, but the rumor is that um, one of the members. Well, say so, okay. Right wing. What the hell does that even mean? Yeah, that's true. So there's right wing, which just means you're Republican and you're whatever. You want strong defense and stuff like that. So they sing a lot about that. But this sing... was also 35 years ago in Britain. Right. So so they sing a lot about the. Like, so the, they, were the they like Margaret classic... Thatcher supporters? No, the way to the right of that. So oh, really? Um, the first EP, Orders of the Day. Um, it's got a song about, oh, maybe that's the second EP, eh, no. Anyway, they have a song about wanting Capital Punishment brought back. Oh, really? That's the second EP. Wow, that's, that's called Rapist. Fun. That's called Rapist, and they huh. want Capital Punishment brought back. Wow. And then they have a song about they want more defense for the country against the Russians. They would have fitted right in with ah, your worldview. Yes. So they were right-wing in that way. But my worldview, in fairness, I was 12 years old. My worldview was probably not They my had own. the mentality of a 12-year-old. <laughs> there you go. Um, but... Okay, but right wing today, you would think, oh, that means they're Nazis. They don't do any songs about Nazism or mm. about fascism at all. They're just like strong defense, you know, mm. capital punishment, stuff like that. Capital punishment, stronger government. Uh, but anyway, they got tied in. I don't think the was actually linked to the National Front, but they got mm. tied in with that. See, that so, always sucks, right? Because the, yeah, they, they they, it, the National Front decides they like you, and then you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. Like, we're screwed now. How do you yeah. shape that stick? Yeah. Well, the band broke up after two EPs, basically. So that's probably the best thing to do. But they reformed... As Combat 69. They reformed in, like, 92 and released one EP. Hmm. And it's called Tooled Up. Was it any good? It's very, very good. I'm going to play a song off of it right now. It's nice. called Tooled Up, and it's about owning handguns. Which, of course, is illegal in England, but I've got a few... Unless you're rich. If you were an English gangster, which they, I'm mm. guessing maybe a couple of them were. Um, they, they, anyway, so this song's called Tooled Up, and it's about handguns. Mm. You tooled up, you fucking wannabe. <laughs> Come back to the bell. Bring back. Been a while, while. 
you go. That was Combat 84 with Tooled Up. Um, mm. That guy has the best voice ever. I mean, some guys have a voice Wait. made for Oi. Mm. It just sounds like he's been smoking 16 packs of cigarettes a day for the last 35 years. And uh, he also sounds like the guy that you wouldn't want to mess with, you know? Well, lest you fear, lest you find listeners fear we're going right wing on you or something, which we're not. Let me, uh, let me, let me, read, a, let me read a letter real quick. It's so strange, i got to say, being able to look at each other. Ah, it's good, right? It is good, but but it's like but there's a weird it's it's a weird uh, it's definitely we're not weird... interrupting each other, which is no, that, and that's yeah. true. But there's definitely it's definitely a uh, it, it's actually a good vibe. I wish we could do it because actually we we were gonna try to record our very first episode when I was up visiting Neil in Skogie in the fall, but as these things tend to go, we just drank and screwed around and went record shopping. <laughs> Matt, you remember record shopping, anyone? Yes. Remember, that, remember magical, that, that magical thing that was record shopping? I think I remember that. We went to Reckless and we went to Sugar? Sugar, yeah. Sugar, sugar. Records, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I bought a sweet... You bought a bunch of seven inches. I did, there. I bought a bunch of sevens, but it, especially that Necros bootleg. Yeah. Sex Drive bootleg. Yeah. But, um... But anyway, yeah, so we actually had meant to do it kind of in the same room, which is, is definitely a, a different dynamic. Um... I don't know that this, what we're doing right now, has much visual appeal. You know what I mean? If you taped it, it just looks like two guys sitting across the kitchen table from each other. Which is like exactly what it is. I yeah. mean, that's why people say, oh, we're going to do a video podcast. I mean, when I see some of those, like on YouTube, like Joe Rogan or whatever it is, it's not particularly, or even Howard Stern, it's not particularly entertaining. Well, what if it's I wore, what if I wore mascara? Like that I did would, that, going to that alternative club smoke, back and in, smoke the, a in the early, late 80s, early yes, 90s. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so tell you what, we'll go back. We'll go back and pretend it's the mid-80s again. I'll wear the leather jacket. Because you know, you know, leather, leather jacket with the short shorts? Dude. Oh, that would I'll be tell great. You, no, I, I want you to imagine this now. Because it, it was about as hot then as it is now. Uh, can you imagine wearing a leather jacket? You had this? no shirt at all? No. Wow, that is like the... You should have been the village people with that outfit. <laughs> short shorts, leather jacket. Was the white leather or black? Black. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't get white leather back then. I probably would have done if I... Uh, say know. it, say that ten yeah. times fast. White leather, white leather, white leather, leather, yellow leather, leather, red leather, yellow yeah, leather. Exactly. Um, yeah, there was a girl in my first year in college who wore a red leather jacket and I thought she was the hottest thing in the world. That's, that is cool. For like a week until I found out she was a big suit and didn't care. But, you know. Hmm. I mean, it's plastic. Hmm. Yeah. But anyway. I think her name was Samantha. It's a cute name, too. She uh, was the hottest thing until she wasn't interested in Neil. Then it was... Yes! Exactly. And she exactly. was horrible. Then she, she was, was a horrible a, human being. Then she was a plastic. Yeah. All right, I think my battery's going to die. So let me read this really quick. This actually goes back to episode number 44. Wow, which, I can't remember so that far So it's two back. months ago. A couple months ago now. Yeah. <laughs> we had, we had one of the many Jeffs from Rebel Spies on Detroit Band. Hello, Neil. Hello, Tom. Boy, is that like a... You think that's a reference to like the Runaway song? Hello, Neil! Hello, Tom! Bomb! Anyway, hello, Neil. Hello, Tom. I'm very sorry, but you won't get an apology from this neighbor to the north, Canada. Anyway, bullshit aside, how could you not mention Rebel Spell on episode number 44 regarding Rebel Spies? Rebel Ducks? Are you fucking kidding me? A hammered-up Clash cover band? Anyway, Rebel Spell kicks ass, and you guys... Obliviously or obviously, but it's oblivious. Yeah, but he spelled it. Right. He's Canadian. Give him a break. He's playing half French. Eh? What, what do you got? Yeah, eh? 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 But you guys obviously are aware of the local aspect and loyalty to bands. Being from Canada, they have an especially uh, they have a very special place in my heart. Maybe you could play a tribute song as Todd, the lead singer, died in a tragic mountain climbing accident. Dude, that's Nevada, a, I'm sorry. That's that's ago. sad. But that sounds completely like Spinal Tap. He died in a gardening accident. <laughs> Bizarre well, but it's, gardening but it's, accident. It's, 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 it is a very, very unpunk rock way to go, right? It is. 
That's and also, is it unexpected if you're mountain climbing? That's I mean, it's not as it's not as it's, I mean, what's I mean, there's more on punk rock ways to go. Like, uh, he died running a marathon, maybe or something. I mean, uh, that's, Joe Strummer ran a marathon. That's pretty punk rock right there. But he didn't die doing it. Supposedly, he just been, died like going uh, to get his mail or something. Supposedly, he? he'd been he'd been drinking all night too. Wow, that's what they say. Really now, see, I, you know what? I've got to do some research on that because I've heard so many stories about that marathon he ran. I don't even know if he finished the damn thing. So I'm going to do some research. For the next episode, people, I'm going to do some research on the Joe Sherman Marathon to see if he actually ran it and if he would have really had been drinking the night before. But I'm sorry, Tom. Continue. I totally lost my train of thought now. Anyway, you guys are so much fun to listen to and I look do forward... Do it in the accent. Anyway. <laughs> in what, Canadian accent? Yes, yes. Hello. <laughs> that's, that's your English accent. What's the matter with you? Fresh in your drink, governor. Um... <laughs> Anyway, it you is. guys are so much fun to listen take, to. Take it easy, eh? I mean, we often drink while we do our episodes, but we rarely we do. do it while we're staring across the table from one another. Yeah. Come, sometimes we make sort of this weird eye contact. It makes it really uncomfortable. One of us has I'll to tell you what I'm making eye contact with is the amount of empties that Tom has in front of him. <laughs> you, I mean, you haven't even opened your next one. I mean, no. you really are disappointing. And Tom's, Tom's three in, and, I've, and <laughs> I haven't even opened my second one yet. Well, three in since lunch. Good, yeah, we had two at lunch too. It's so. very warm, but you know this. This I really do like this pilsner. It's very good. But I mean the Puerto Rican pilsner that we're it's drinking. Grand Rapids pilsner. Yeah, sure. Bro- is it brewed for us. It's made in Puerto Rico, my friend. It's brewed for us. <laughs> That's their slogan. Oh. Brewed for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like Puerto Rico in here. Now, where's the alcohol? Oh, it's five and a half percent, man. Mm. This this isn't weak. So, uh, you well, know. I only have 18 of them, so, you know, yeah, slow just, down, buddy. Just as well, we went shooting before, Tom, like, down these 15 beers that he's drinking Anyway, right you guys are so much fun to listen to, and I look forward oh. to every new episode. I've been with you from the start. Good man, even though you are Canadian. Exactly. We won't call that. But he's from Saskatchewan. What do you know about them? Well, it's funny, because you think this is country, right? Yes. I'm pretty sure Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? I'm pretty sure that's, that's like... The pills I'm pretty talking. sure you can drive miles without finding anywhere to get gravy on your fries. Well, it's not true anywhere in Canada? Hey. I mean, come on. I mean, Canada, you're right. They haven't contributed much to society. I mean, we got, you know, Rush. DOA uh, that's was, not DOA was good. I'm DOA concerned. was good, right? Yeah. See, they got a lot of psychobilly bands, so I'll give them. But that, have you but, ever uh, had gravy and cheese curds on on French fries? I have not, because it's freaking amazing. Yeah, I mean, like knock down an old lady to get in line, amazing. Which you do fairly often, I've exactly. heard. Exactly. I've had gravy on French fries. Now that's an that is an That's English an English thing, thing too. Right? So you'll have yeah, yeah you'll because they your, like everything soggy and yeah, tasteless. Oh, you have your you have your chips, salt and vinegar all over it, then a bunch of gravy, and then a steak and kidney pie put on top. Smash down. Ugh. Oh no, oh my god, that is so good. I could eat that right. I could eat that right now. Oh what god, yes. And a bunch of ketchup all over it. Oh, uh, so good. Uh, it's probably about. The kids are all gone. You can curse again, Neil. It's, it's probably fine. about 25. And that's, the problem is, I love the, the kidneys are my favorite bit. So it's probably about 25% kidney, 75% right. steak. And I don't know what kind of steak it is, but, uh, you know. But, the, but I the, do the, miss You have to take pie. this under advisement to a certain extent. Yes, yeah, sure. And it's human kidney Because too. this is a guy who grew up eating beans on toast. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, nothing better. Nothing, and beans on toast? The curried baked beans. Oh, my God, to die for, buddy. The Heinz curried baked beans. You know what? Next time you come to the Skokie, I'm going to have some for you, and you'll be like, oh, my God, you're right. Are These you are really good. Them? I can make beans, yeah. Can you? Which is like warm out of a can, like bushes. Yeah. Like, take the <laughs> yes, top exactly. off the can. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and pull some toast in, and then you'll be in heaven. It'll be good. Duh. Yeah. Remember when, remember when we, we decided we were going to do a podcast? It was going to be about punk rock stuff. Yes. Boy, that was What's long, more punk boy, rock? Boy, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, according to the one, one Facebook site we go on, it's all about food. So That's know. true. That's true. Punk rock So food, I was going to play a song, actually, wasn't I? Dude, I just played Combat 84. 
Oh, I was going to play a Rebel Spy song. Talk about some Rebel old... Spies. Oh, crap. Rebel Spell song to go with this email. Rebel Spell. Okay. So, uh, what do you, do you know anything about them? Like, I, I, I have to the admit... The singer died I, I in never... a very unpopular way. So, you've never heard them before this email came in? Or you Actually, have? I have heard them a little bit because when I was doing the Punk News podcast, somebody wrote in and... And, of course, Adam knew them all, like, really well, yeah, I They're imagine, from Canada. They all know each other, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, Blame but, but we, actually play, we actually played some stuff, and I think it's cool. I've had a lot of, like, people who have pretty good taste tell me that I should check them out but you know the one thing being you know writing reviews and doing this podcast and whatnot i have a constant stream of people telling me what to check out yeah and i'm sure most of it's wonderful so i hope people don't take it the wrong way but i just only have so many hours in the day so it's like i always have this list of stuff i mean to check out and if i haven't done it after like three or four weeks after i get the email it's probably not gonna happen i see so what was the name of that rebel spell song i wanted to play you are an idiot that's not very nice to say that to him. What is it? It's like you're an idiot. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> wow, we've officially got sound effects now. Yeah, we have sound effects. Cool. Yeah, winning. There you go. Wow. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that comes through. Um, so I'm sorry. You gonna oh, so, so tell me a bit of information on Rebel Spell. Uh, they're from Canada. Yeah, when though? What, what, what are we dead? talking? Eighties, nineties, two thousand? Am I a rebel spell expert? I Apparently. have no idea. Get back, get back on the phone to your little Canadian uh, buddy over there. Don't make me Google it. Ask Adam. Yeah. No, I really don't know anything about the band, but I, I, I listened to a couple songs. I think it's pretty good. I tell you what, I'm gonna look it up on Discogs, and I, we'll see who gets there first, shall we? So, you're, what? They're, you know, they're only valid if their albums are worth lots of money. Well, no, it should tell us though when they were recording. Duh. Right. I know, I know the Rebel word. Spell. They don't have a wiki page. The Rebel Spell. Is that them? Oh dear, they look like a her band. Maybe that's another Rebel Spell. There's a lot of bands called Rebel Spell, as a matter of fact. Oh, I accidentally put in a Rebel they're Spell. They're a punk band from East Vancouver. Coast Salish Territories. I. They're from Van Vancouver, not Saskatchewan. Or no, the, the guy who wrote it is from Saskatchewan. If it's the same band. Oh, and uh, they formed in 2002 and ended in early 2015 when their singer Todd Sirius... Tragically died in a rock climbing accident in Black Velvet Canyon near Las Vegas, Nevada. Hmm. Yeah. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Let's yeah. Fall off a rock and die. Oh boy. Um, Too soon. So they, Too soon. Yes. So they had four albums. It looks like, starting in two thousand three. Twelve years. It's not a bad run. And uh, the last one was in twenty fourteen. And then only two EPs, so they were mainly albums. So uh, what are we going to play by them, my friend? I don't this know. sounds I, professional, doesn't it? I don't know. I'm, I'm doing a good job. What song were we going to play? I, um, I believe you were going to play um, uh, I See Fire. I See Fire. Not I See Fire, which no. is like I, what I have to remind myself when I have I, a, a bad muscle. I, I See Hot. Yep, exactly. I See Fire by uh, Rebel Ducks. Spells. Spells. Rebel, Rebel Spell. Spell. Don't know what album it's from. But I dig it. I checked it out.
there you go. That was uh, Icy Fire. <laughs> Icy Hot Listen, by the Rebel Ducks. No one can accuse <laughs> us of not giving the people what they want. Yeah, we exactly. We give the people what they want. Exactly. Yeah, you gave, you gave into the Canadian pressure. What's the matter with you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's very upsetting. So, uh, Icy Fire was off their first album called Expression in Layman's Terms mm. from 2003. Icy Fire. Well, you're not going to be happy because I just made another empty can. Oh my god, man. You're going to be, you know what, you're going to be, you better not pee in the pool later on. That's all I got to say. By the time my wife, get home, my wife gets home, it'll be three sheets of the wind. Yeah, there you go. And the good news is she'll be like, oh, Neil's such a bad influence on you. Yeah, and I'll, I'm like sober as a judge. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, no, it is the problem. We're 50 minutes in and we've played almost all our songs, buddy. Huh. So what are we going to do? Maybe have to play some more songs. How's that? Maybe. Yeah, just riff amongst yourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so what else did we do today? So we went shotguns, and then we went to lunch at a lovely, like, pizza kind of place, like an yep. Italian-style yeah, place. It looks like, like you know, it, it was an old bank. You know, what, it, you know what's really cool about an old town like this, where it looks like everything is from the 40s or 50s? It looked like the pizza place we were in actually used to be a bank, because they, like they had, like, an old safe and shit like that. I don't think you actually needed to do it that close to the mic, but okay. Um, I think people get the, holy get the idea. Holy shit, he's on his fourth. I'm, I haven't even started my second yet. I only had two at launch. Yeah, so did I. I mean, they were pints and they were strong beer, but still. Yeah. Mm. Neil, you prude. So what were you drinking at lunch? That, like, uh, lager looking thing. It's from Bell's. What kind of beer Bell's was it? Zoo? No, it's an IPA. No, it's an IPA. Dude, um, Tom is gonna I tell you what. Tom's gonna be face down in a puddle of his own piss by the time oh, this, this is you know finished. me for a long. You know me for long enough to know that that's not gonna be true, Neil. No, I don't know. Yeah, I, when, you know what? The one time I've seen you drinking seriously, you were drinking PBR, which is basically drinking like tap water. And right? I was drinking it like I was afraid they were gonna run out of it. Yeah, you I? were. Yeah, yeah, you were. Um, I, uh, I, you were I, if I remember right, you were drinking pretty good that day too. Because I had to I, work the next day because I remember looking at your daughter who was with us. And that was the, we've talked about this actually, we went and saw the Lillington. It's the yep. only time we've actually been able to go to a show to a show together, even though we had several scheduled for the spring. Yeah. And I remember looking at, looking at your daughter and doing the steering wheel, like universal steering, and pointing at her and doing the steering wheel thing, even though I'm pretty sure she didn't handle that end of it. But No, she didn't. But, no, uh, but the funny thing was about that night, and that really pissed me off. Normally I like Reggie's, but the bounces at Reggie's were kind of pricks that night. Oh, you mean because you were trying to let your underage daughter drink out of your beer? I wasn't. I wasn't. I was taking my jacket off, oh. and I gave my beer to her to hold for a second. You're not allowed to do that. You have to hold your pint glass in your teeth I guess. while you take your jacket off. I guess. And so well, maybe if you had had a shirt underneath your jacket and you weren't wearing your short shorts, the bouncer would have been <laughs> If I do been wearing that, I'd have had pockets in my leather jacket I could have put the cup into, right? Yeah, and exactly. This little asshole of a bouncer, probably like two foot five, so we had little man syndrome, comes like striding up. Hey, what are you doing? Well, you can't do that. I'm going to throw you out. I said, shut the fuck up. Do they have the X's there? I, I've never gone yes, in there they under do. age, so they yeah, have the they big do. X's. Yeah, yeah, they do. I so, remember those two years I wore those loud and proud, and then I was so happy to graduate to the wristband. Even though, even though I don't know, because we got in early, we went to the other side first. Yep. I don't think they actually marked our hands with the X's. Hmm. So, but it was just there was just no need for it. I explained to her she wasn't trying to drink it. She was literally just holding it for me. And I'm like, well, you know what? I can just put it on the side here. And sure enough, I put it on the side. Next minute, someone kicked it over. <laughs> so I was like, good, you guys can fucking clean that up now. So there you go, Johnny and Reggie's. So, yeah, it was probably like a three dollar old style anyway. Yeah, it probably was. It was probably the PBR you bought me. You know, so no waste. But yeah. uh, anyway, that that pissed me off. So I'm still holding on to that grudge. So, uh, you know, if that... Uh, I'm going to be an asshole, so I guess I won't do that. Really? So say if that guy got laid off during this whole COVID thing, oh, I won't be I won't be sorry. Oh, you know? you're going to dangerous territory. But I'll tell you what, I will be sad if Reggie's goes away. I love 
Yeah, Reggie's a great player. Reggie's. Yeah. Just that guy. Okay, how about this? The guy just needs to be a little less aggro. Okay? Well, a little less I aggro. Mean, the... the a lot of people who are drawn toward that job are like the same people who are drawn towards being cops, right? They're angry yeah. at their father, or they have some. Yeah, they're four feet tall, and they took taekwondo when they were kids. I, I was gonna, I was just gonna say that he probably he had he looked had the look of like someone that did taekwondo and thought he was a complete badass. He thought you know he thought he was uh, what's the name of the actor in the Roadhouse. Oh, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze like two foot five. Oh, I mean, like I hate to lose you, but you know if Peter ripped your throat out, I'd been like, wow. You know, you know, <laughs> you know who else? That was thing in where that? he just snatches your voice box up. Do you remember who else was in Roadhouse? Getting back to the punk rock thing. I don't. John Doe. Really? He was in Roadhouse. Yes, he wow, was. He played. Movie. He played one of the nasty bouncers or one of the guys that starts a fight in the club. And really? Patrick Swayze has to deal with him. Yeah, John Doe. Wow. Was in I hope yeah. I never hit the watch that again just <laughs> to see him. Yep. Yeah, John Doe's been in a lot of bad stuff. My. Um, during COVID, uh, with my daughter and family and stuff, we'd be we watched the whole series. Have you ever heard of Roswell? It was like a series from. It. it was a series from the late nineties. It was huh. like aliens and Roswell, teenage hmm. love kind of thing. Uh, they in high so, school. It was a soap and, opera against, yeah, against yeah. aliens. But John Doe plays uh, the girl who runs the uh, the girl who is the love interest. He plays her dad. So he's in almost every episode. Hmm. John Doe, and I think he might he might sing in one of the episodes or something like that. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I did the first season of that was all right, but it went on three. John seasons. Doe is a guy who's got to be in his sixties now. Yeah, he's got to be older than me. Yeah. And he still looks cool as hell. He is really, you know, we. I, I think I told this story before, so forgive me because that's what I do: tell the same stories over and over again. When we went and saw the Flesh Eaters in Grand Rapids last year, mm-hmm. uh, my buddy Scott and I, who also has come up in this show many times, uh, were sitting across the street eating some delicious stuffed burgers at Stella's. Which is stuffed burgers. Yeah. Stuffed with what? I don't know. Jalapenos. Beer, apparently. Jalapenos and shit like that. It was good. Uh, no, but I... I do, think... you, do you want the spur beer, by the way, that I have it because you no, finished I got, your I got fourth the cooler, already? I got the cooler right next to me. Jeez, I'm all is right. this like nailed to his hip? <laughs> I got the cooler next to me. I'm all right. Um, but uh, John Doe came walking down the street while we were sitting there yeah. eating our burgers. And I was like, oh, that's John Doe. You know you know who else realized that? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, but you know, he's still, he's kind of got, he's got a presence still. He's, he's, he's an older guy now. No, I didn't. Now, What's the matter with you? I would have, you know, so I, when I was there, I bought his book, that Under the Big Black Sun. Yeah, We've yeah. actually talked about this yep, a little bit. We have. His biography is really great. He writes a few of the chapters, and then he has other people who were in that scene right there. I, I love the book. Love it. Called Under the Big Black Sun, John Doe. Uh, about the LA scene. And I loved it so much. I actually, like, oh, I wish I would have been there. I really could kind of yeah, feel it Yeah, it does. It makes you want to like. be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, boy, I really missed that, you know. And I bought... They had, like, one, like, water-damaged copy of it or something. So I bought it for, like, 15 bucks or something. You but it was such a cheap ass. Well, that was the only one they had. They didn't oh, okay. have... I mean, gotcha. I didn't buy it, yeah, the yeah. damage, But they had some, like... And, and they you had spilled some, water on it, didn't They you? had some weird <laughs> sign, like, you know, buying water-damaged books is extra punk or something like that. But I would have loved to have him sign it. But yeah. I didn't see him. So I saw him sure. before the show, and yeah. then I bought the book, and I didn't see him. But I would have loved to have him sign the book. But, uh... No, but he yeah he's still cool. But yeah, it's funny, right? These punk rockers making the, like you know, like we're talking about Clue, right? Had leaving in it. Leaving, yeah. Horrible movie. A terrible actor. Cam- the Her- worst actor I've ever seen. Horrible movie. Horrible cameo from leaving. Yeah. Who I I love leaving. I would love to see Fear again. Even though the reports I've heard have not been terrible, particularly yeah. good. Yeah. Supposedly. But he he's, he looks like Jimmy Page. He's a geezer, you know. Yeah. No offense, you- leaving. If you'd like to come on and talk to us, we would <laughs> lo- we would love that. Can it be an interesting interview or not? I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. See, some of those guys you think would be good interviews are not, and some people you wouldn't think would be probably a really, really good interview. Well, this is right? the internal discussion that you and I have had 
you know, talking about who we should have because some people who there's people that we are both big admirers of, yeah, and we respect the hell out of their music, dull, but they're dull, yeah. And there's other people who you've never heard of, you being the listener, and they have great stories. Yeah, and like, they're very like, entertaining. For, for, and you've seen that from our, you know, from our stupid little show here. Yeah. We've had people on that you've never heard of, and they were entertaining as hell. Yeah, and we've had people that were very famous who, well, okay, not very, well, very famous, very famous, famous yeah, might yeah, be too yeah. strong. Yeah. Who really are, you know, it's like dragging, you know, trying to get anything out of them is like dragging. So, yeah, no, that's true. So, uh, so yeah, John Doe. How do we get onto that? I don't know. You're asking the wrong. You're barking up the wrong tree, buddy. I have no idea. I have no idea where we're going. My yeah, computer died. What am, I, what am I talking about? His computer's dead, and he's he's five beers in. So what what am I gonna say? What are you, and, my mother? And apparently he's got he's got some uh, moisturizer by him, hot cocoa and cream. What is what is that? Oh, you don't want to get into this, man. The moisturizer. You don't want to get into, you, you, don't, you, you don't want to get into this. When you got a face like this, you got to you got you got to protect it. You got to protect it in case I go back down. to... Think, what was that? Was that the dog? She knew the punk rock dog freaked out about something. Yeah, she heard about my uh, Chester Street story. So uh, Neil, Neil walked in and he pet, he petted, petted. Yeah, That's petted is fine. Right? Yeah, he petted Sheena, my punk rock dog, who's a ten-year-old old lady dog, and he now has a friend for life. Yeah, she's a. Lo- I mean, her life is her dog. life is probably like five more years. Don't be saying honest, that, but, Johnny Shotgun. But uh, yeah, he uh, he, you pet this dog once, you show her a little attention. But yeah, she's Sheena, my pup rocker. When I got her, she's a pup rocker. Now she's an old lady rocker, but she's still. Oh, she's a lovely dog. She's a good I'm sure dog. I've, I don't think I've ever met a dog that was so good natured like straight yeah, away. Like normally dog. at first when you meet a dog, they'll be a little standoffish. She was just like super sweet immediately. I'm of course, actually, I'm actually I, a little I, I exude worried about that. it because I'm, I'm not. That. I'm not. So I'm not a huge animal guy. And I actually, but part of me says, oh, you know, it's good to have a dog, right? I mean, we live in the suburbs. Nobody's going to break into my house. Everybody in the street probably has a twelve gauge under their bed, right? Apparently they do. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's not out. something we really worry a ton about. But I'm like, well, you know, but a dog is the great first warning. You know, we grew up watching Lassie, right? Yeah. There's a fire. Lassie will wake you up. Yeah, yeah. There's an intruder in your house. Yeah. My dog is so good natured that I'm afraid that if in, if an intruder broke into my house, if they give her a little pet, she'd be fine. She'd be best friends with them, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she'd love them. Yeah, so, it's true. Yeah, that's that's, uh, you know what? It's better that, though, than it's the other way. And she's aggressive you know, to everybody. Tearing the faces off neighborhood children and whatnot? Dude. Yeah, probably better. So one time, my old job, not the job I have now. Oh, but my finally old job. Neil breaks, number, the, breaks the seal yeah. on number two. number two. What a man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my old job, I was a consultant. So I was a computer consultant. I used to go to people's houses and businesses and shit all around Chicagoland. Mm-hmm. So once this complete fucking asshole. Um, so we, we were doing his business downtown. But he was like one of those guys that's like, hey, I'm super important. You don't have to come to my house. I've got computers at my house, and you have to come here. And sometimes we did he, would do did that. Did he answer the door in his bathrobe slightly askew? Dude, this is, there's a whole bunch of stories about this guy. This guy was a complete prick. His name was Jeff. I can't remember his last name because I would it's say it. It's probably best he was for legal. such a fucking asshole. Probably best for legal purposes well, if we don't I'll get to his it, and name. maybe you'll disagree. Maybe you'll think I should say his name. So we get to his this house. This is going to be the uh, old Reddit, am I the asshole? Am I and, the asshole? And so it was me and my buddy. Um, because he had PCs as well, so his his buddy, uh, my oh, so he had, my two, buddy was doing he had PCs. two separate, yeah, yeah, for his wife, right? Yeah. So was, and he had a trophy wife. He was probably in his fifties, and he had a trophy wife who was like in their thirties or something. Mm. So my buddy, uh, don't be jealous, Neil. Don't be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy Steve was doing the PCs or whatever, and I'm doing the Macs in his house, and uh, and he had this dog. I can't remember what kind of dog it was. Maybe a German Shepherd, mm. and it growled at us from the time we came in. 
and I just sat there. We were sitting at the kitchen table. Did he table. say sick balls? And, and he, Chopper? He, the dog just sat there looking at us. So, I mean, just sat there staring at us. So we were like, we were kind of afraid to get up and go to the bathroom. So we were like, could you, do you think you could move the dog for us? It's kind of, he's like, it was not bothering me. It's like, you fucking asshole. You absolute prick. So we did our thing there two hours, did it, and then we fucked off. Luckily, the dog didn't attack us, right? So we get back the to the office. The dog didn't bite your balls when you yeah. had to take a leak? We get back to the office. I'm like to my boss when we got back. I'm like, you know what? You can fire me tomorrow. I'm never going back to that asshole's house ever again. Don't even try and send me to that asshole's house. So, long story short. So we go back to his his work. He, he had this office uh, So, you, office go to, space. so you, you didn't say you wouldn't go to his office. You just wouldn't go to his right, house. Right, not his house because the dog, right. And he was such an asshole. So we go to his, we go to his office. And um, he had this big office in the back. And we go back there, and he's got, like, zebra skin. He's got, like, tiger skin, shit like this. Apparently he goes hunting in Africa, right? Mm. Big game hunting. So shows you what kind of asshole he is again. And, uh, and he's sitting in there on his computer, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to do some updates on some of the machines, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, he's, he's like, well, go do it. Don't bother me. Go out, go out there and do it first. It's the kid where, it's the, the rare case where you're like, God, I hope I find some kitty porn on this so I can call the cops on this bastard. So his daughter's working there, too. His daughter is working, I don't know, she's doing summer internships. She's probably 18. She's working, like, basically in the she's office She's making next a $250,000 salary doing probably, a summer internship. Probably, yes. right? Um, but anyway... I, I can remote into his machine, right? So I'm remoting it to see if he's still working on it, so if I can do the updates and stuff. He's watching porn. His mm. daughter is like in the next office, and he's watching porn on his on his on his laptop. What red-blooded American isn't at the in the office? <laughs> in the this office, story's been going on too long. There? I'm actually dialing something up right now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and and so and long story short, this is the kind of guy he is. So he rang up a bunch of bills, obviously, for all his Macs and all his equipment and all that kind of stuff. He was, he was this kind of guy. So as soon as he rang up all these bills and said he couldn't pay for it, he just declared bankruptcy and then opened up another company, basically with the same name, with like a Z at the end of it or something like that. So he could get out of all the bills from the first company. And, wow. and, then, and, then, he, and then he tried to get us back into work for his new company after he'd stiffed us the first time. I'm like, no, you know what? I, I think, hope your boss said I think no, you're no fine. Yeah. I think you're fine. So anyway, so that's that. How did I get to that? Interesting. Anyway, I'm going to play another song. Um, this is actually one I wanted to play on the something old, something new uh, station the other, the other week. Blue. Yeah, whatever. Um, when Tom actually played the old songs, and I actually played the new songs, and mm. I played Territories and stuff. Territories are a big winner, by the way. Everyone yep. seems to love Territories. We'll try and get one of the Territories guys on, actually. But they live in, like, the western part of Are you in Saskatchewan again, Canada. Tom? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, listen... If I, ha- I, I, I believe Canada has like nine territories, like states. Sure. And I can name eh, a couple of them. I probably Saskatchewan is the only one you can name. I'm guessing. Well, there's Ontario. Oh, there you go. All right. Now what's the one where all the French people are? And you know Quebec. No, that's See, a city. there you go. That's a city, right? It's I don't know. Um, we'll just you know we'll give the advice to territories. I bleed red, white, and blue, Neil. We'll give the advice to territories. Don't go mountain climbing. How's that? Um, so anyway, I'm going to play a song by a band called Bombshell Rocks, mm. who are, uh, I think, I, I know they're foreign, I think they're Dutch, I think. Hmm. Uh, anyway, they're on Pirates Press, and this is a song called Scars and Tattoos, came out a couple of years ago.
there you go. That was Scars and Tattoos by Bombshell Rocks. And I tell you what, Pirates Press, um, they do a hell of a job with the presentation of their singles, albums, all that kind of stuff. Whether it be colored vinyl, weird-shaped flexi-discs, um, the seven inches, they always put so much attention into the sleeves and stuff. So I'm going to actually post some pictures of some of the stuff they sent me because I recently placed an order for that single uh, Scars and Tattoos and some other stuff too. The new, and, uh, uh, it's the, amazing. The new Lion's Law record. I know you and I are not quite on similar mind to this, but I love the new one. So the packaging is great, I'm assuming. It's well, the white, packaging it's is white great. vinyl, right? It, I have black. It's black, oh, okay. but it's but it's black and white artwork, but it's like that great, like, like wow, I'd have this tattooed on myself artwork. And I, I well, love the Lions record. Lions Law from France, right? Yes, they're from France. So and it's funny, yeah. because I think this might be the first band from France I've ever liked. Uh, Well, that's an interesting... I mean, I mean name one band topic. from France you like. Um, I can name a couple. We've got plastic. Oh, plastic Bertram was from Belgium. Oh, that's one of the songs that like like that yeah. violent so teenage rape. Boom, what? That violent well, teenage no, they, gay they rape did a, song. They did a. <laughs> that was no a, wonder you're into that. That was Elton Motello. Uh, different, but the same song, mm. but just with different words, right? I mean, I'll take the Cron Gen Jet Boy Jet Girl version. Yeah. I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. Bombshell rocks up in Sweden. My mistake. I apologize to everybody. Dutch, Sweden, whatever. Yeah. They're tall and blonde. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're. I mean, they're really. They're really good. They're I haven't actually checked good. them out yet. No, oh, they're excellent. Huh. I mean, I've heard a lot of Rancid fans say they think they sound like Rancid. I don't think they sound like Rancid at all, hmm. but, I mean... When I saw the know. name Bombshell Rocks, I'm like, oh, they got to be female-fronted, right? Uh, no. No, sir. They're all... Hmm. Okay, so we got Martin Sedergen. They've all got the weird things over the names and stuff. Hmm. You know, the umlauts and all kinds of shit. Their names Richard are... Richard Anderson with, like, six S's. Vince Neil. Sammy Conan with, like, an I at the end, and you know. Tommy Lee. Matthias Lind. Riedel <laughs> Hermanson. Wow. You know. So uh, amazing hmm. stuff. But they have like five albums, hmm. you know. Um, Generation Tranquilize was the last one that's on that one. It's from 2014. Wow, so, so they uh, haven't done anything for a while. Yeah, actually, so yeah, I don't even know if they're even on Pirates. Yeah, that's, they might be broken up as far as I know because hmm. they haven't recorded anything in like six years. Hmm. But anyway, they're new to me, and I really, really like that song. So Anything uh, in the last 10 years for Neil and I is considered a new release. Seriously, right? Yeah. Oh, but I can still remember in 1980, seeming like it was but, a big, but you a big know new thing. It's funny you know? because, okay, so we're in, we're in 2020, and we, you know, but we're in July now. We're officially in July. It's July 2nd day? It certainly is because it's a million degrees. July 3rd, right? Yeah. Um, and the year started out kind of slow, but the fact of the matter is, I have like at least. There it is. The fact of the matter is, everyone take a drink. There okay. it is. Where's that Actually, email? You, you should read that. My, my computer's dead. You, you know, should read that email. That, that's the first one of today, though. That's the first. That's the but, first but, one today. The truth is, <laughs> amazing. But uh, but you know we could each. I, I'm sure we could each pick at least five albums from 2020 that we love, right? Actually, yeah. This has been a this has been a good year. So and far I here. haven't actually like my very favorite album this year. And I, I you probably disagree, but the new Screeching Weasel album is amazing. I love it. And as of right now, it's my number one. Wow. For that the year. Even... But I also love the Drowns album. Yeah. I love the Lions Law album. I love the. Gross Polluter album. I mean, yep. these are all like... Yep. I, I, and the X album is excellent. The X album is excellent, yes. Um, so it I is. have five or six like strong contenders for what I would call album of the year or, or you know, they're in that category. So Yeah. But it's one of those things. You listen to one, you're like... I listen to uh, that, you know, Gross Polluter album. I'm like, oh, man, this might be the best album of the year. And then I listen to the Drowns album. I'm like, oh, man, this might be the best album of the year. So it's, it's kind of... It's tough. So if you're... Anyway, if you're my top ten for the year, guys... Chances are pretty good if the timing was different, you would have won. You'd have been best overall. So. By the way, everybody, best album of the year, Morrissey. I am not a dog on a chain. 
That's all I'm going to say. Not 2020 li- I have is not so You're already good. saying that? Halfway through the year, you're already uh, yes. calling it for Morrison? Yes, I am. I am. That is, it's his best album in 20 years. It is fantastic. It is fantastic. You know what? Meanwhile, I'm, you haven't played a song for me yet. Well, see, that was one of the re- I used to give John... You're afraid he's going to sue us? No, I used to give John all kinds of shit about that, right? I played non-punk rock stuff on yeah. punk rock shows, so that's one of the reasons I've held off on that. So, uh, Neil, we've talked about today shooting guns, eating Italian food... What's uh, more punk rock than that? Listening to my daughter make a chicken salad sandwich. Uh, I'm pretty sure at this point, those of us who have stuck with us through 52 episodes, a year's worth in eight months, thank you. Uh, you know, they, they're pretty sure they know what they're going to get, right? So you heard it here first. The next episode is just going to be the complete Morrissey album. Oh, <laughs> so you, I'm, was... I, I, I will boycott that. <laughs> and not because of his political views or anything else. just because I can't listen to... I don't want to listen to Morrissey his for His voice is better than ever. Oh, my God. The, the guy's got an amazing voice, so but, it's, but you got to admit, it's an acquired taste. It's not for everybody. Yeah, that whole, deaf. like... But what, for, it's not about death. It's about the... He's essentially a crooner. He is. He is at this stage of his life. And a lot life, of us yeah, don't, you know, it's not. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, if you want to get your girlfriend into bed, it might be not a bad thing to play, buddy. You're not going to play. You're not going to hey, play. Hey, my wife might, you're not play my wife might be 84. listening to this, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to play Combat '84 to woo yeah, your girlfriend, exactly. are you? Well, yeah, yeah. When you're trying to get your girlfriend to bed, you're going to play a classic Morrissey song like "You're the One for Me, Fatty." <laughs> you're the one I really, really love. Girls think that's funny. See. Do they? These chubby girls, they think that's super cute, right? Yeah, You're the no. one I really, listen, really love. See? Listen, Neil. It all works. Listen, Neil, the night is young. <laughs> and so are we. <laughs> I was looking last night when I was like... Um, Neil's trying to get some small town action. Small there. town. That's a good name for an album. Oh, and what else have we been doing? Neil, we I mean... We forgot. We forgot. What else have we been doing since we No, I was going to say, here? you know, it's a, you know, you, you, an exotic accent... Excuse in, me, in, everybody. Up here where I live, <laughs> an exotic accent is like from Cincinnati. I mean, you're you're like you're a, you're like an alien. You might right? as well be from another planet, right? Yeah. And it, what else have we been doing? I, I can't remember. We were writing a song. Oh, that's right. What might what might become our new theme song? It Tom, might. Tom came up with a decent riff, and uh, I, I don't know we how were, we're ever going to get it recorded. But yeah, we're kind of working on it. I hadn't really played. I still play guitar, and I still beat the crap out of my acoustic guitar, but I have not played, like, punk rock for a long time, and it actually felt pretty good. We were just, like, sitting around the sitting couch. Sitting jamming. I was in a rocking chair. Rock. I was literally, yeah. He <laughs> was in his rocking chair, and I was, I was sweating so profusely. It, you would think I was running a marathon or something. Dude. And I was literally, like, using minimal, I yeah. mean, like, my right wrist was... My right wrist. <laughs> it's it's, it's strong. The right it's wrist is strong. Bigger. It's a lot bigger than his left wrist, everybody, <laughs> yeah, let me tell exactly. you. Um... No, but it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it's we got a good thing going. Now, if it hadn't been so hot in there, we might have actually cranked it out. If we'd been able to be in there for another hour, we, we might have cranked probably not got a whole album. Out. Yeah, seriously. But it was so damn hot in there. It was like a sweat, it was like a sweat box. But Perfect. anyway. As soon as we get done with this, we're probably going to go for a swim. Yes, I would imagine when so. I was When I was young, we used to play at a friend's house, and his parents had this great place not so much different than this neighborhood but a little more spread out like a little more rustic and they had an in-ground pool and we would play garage shows and we would just play our asses off for a half hour just knock out 12 15 songs in a half hour do a great punk rock set garage would be packed and then we would go jump in their pool and that was the greatest thing. So we're actually going to kind of relive that, I think, here. Because as soon as we're done, I'm going to go jump in the pool because I'm sweating my ass off. Yeah, you better go to the bathroom first because I don't want you peeing in the pool, buddy. Dude, I'm sweating so fast. That oh, that's true. So, usually, so yeah, a lot yeah. of times I struggle to get through a whole episode without stopping to take a pre-break. Yeah. 
my, my prostate is about the size of a grapefruit, probably. <laughs> I mean, I haven't really measured it. I'm, Neil's actually going to do that later. We're actually going to get some exact exact <laughs> hey, measurements. I have no prior notice of this. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I've been I've been drinking you know drinking beer pretty fast as we do this. But it's so hot, I'm just yeah, sweating it all out. My sweat may or may not smell like pilsner. beer. Pilsner or piss? Pilsner, both. Yeah. But anyway, all right. What, what are we, we going to do to wrap this thing up, Neil? Do you have any, Do you have another song you want to play? I didn't necessarily, but hey, there's Alex again. Hey, Alex. She's gonna she's gonna make another chicken sandwich. The first yeah. one wasn't loud enough, so she's gonna make another one. She's gonna put the dishes away by throwing them like frisbees into the cupboard. Yes. Yes. You know Excellent. what? I actually I did have another song I was gonna play. It what has nothing play, to do with buddy? nothing. But you know, we, we were talking about our little hardcore. Nothing tur- to do with nothing, or nothing to do with anything. Wow. That that's a deep statement, Alex. Yeah. Nothing to do with nothing, or nothing no, it's to do not with anything. A grammatically correct statement. Thank you. Yeah. It's so great to have a daughter who constantly corrects my English. <laughs> I'm a writing major. Thanks for that. <laughs> I mean, it's actually kind of, it was kind of nice when I first started doing like written interviews for New Noise, because I was a little rusty on like the quoting part of it. Like, oh, how does this how does this quoting work? And I would be like, uh, college student daughter, please correct this for me, you know. Yeah. And it, it, it came out pretty nice. But yeah, she gets a little sanctimonious on it. But what what are you gonna do? She's a good kid. She's disappeared back into her lair. But no, we, we did that little <laughs> hardcore tournament, kind of in a in a like affiliated with Greg Simpson, my pal, and Facebook. Yeah, on, fa- on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, and on the we did we did it on our Facebook page. So that's Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook.com. I hope by now most of you are already following us. Yes, I would hope um, so too. Or uh, you can reach us at email. Wow, that's me. I feel like that's you know. Do you ever watch like the Toy Story movies, or is your daughter too young old for that, or too young? No idea what I just, that I is. I just feel like that's, bu- that's I, feel, I feel like you're like Woody the Cowboy. It's like I've got a snake in my boot. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we did that hard. I'll tell you what. I, we should probably put when we post this one. We should probably put a warning. You should probably. Oh, Amazon just delivered something. Wow. Hello. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. Is Alexa suddenly just kicked into life? Yes. I think she's recording us right now. She probably is. She's probably reporting us to the government for anti-government activity. <laughs> Broadcasting it all around the world. Jeff Bezos is sitting in this house uh, listening to us without pants. He's the guy He's the guy I was talking about before. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the guy you do IT Jeff. for. His who's name was Jeff. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Shaved head, kind of looked like Dr. Evil. He kind of did, actually, yeah. Excellent. But anyway, I've been counting. When, when we did that little thing, yes, sir. I looked at all those old hardcore albums. like, man, these are the songs I really like to turn people on to. Oh, such great... Uh, like that early 80s hardcore stuff that, that kind of Neil and I both like a lot of the same stuff but the fact that we're, the, where we really come together is like that early 80s kind of punk hardcore stuff so let's play uh, Battalion of Saints we both like Battalion of Saints right? yes they, they barely draw flies anymore but they're such a great band back in the day so let's do this is from their first EP actually so this is Battalion of Saints Fighting Boys Fighting Boys? Some no, kind of they're strange... fighting boys. They're not fighting against boys. Okay. That still sounds kind of weird. Fighting boys have no choice but to fight, 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 f
The Challenging of Saints there with Fighting Voice. Tommy, you have to explain. Neil, why do you have to make everything uncomfortable? What that song is about. What on earth is that song about? I don't know. It's about fighting boys, boys that fight. No, I'm not fighting against boys. Like, they're the fighting boys. We're fighting boys. We're fighting boys. Yeah. I mean, they were probably... They, they might have wanted to think that title through a bit more. They were probably... like Gary Glitter was fighting boys. I don't know. <laughs> that was sword fighting boys. <laughs> <laughs> Great name for a band. Um... If you're the- oh, we got to do this again. Next time, we're going to have to do it across your kitchen table. Oh, and hold on a second. So, Tom, what are you wearing today? Oh, you know, dude, you read my mind. I'm yeah. actually wearing a sweat stained. The new a sweat, sweat stained Punk Till I Die t shirt. I'm wearing the light t-shirt. gray. I have boob sweat. I yeah. have back sweat. I mean, if you were a tiny person, honestly, you could go for a swim in my back, my lower back. You know what? That's not where I wanted to go with this. We want to pump the uh, Punctual ID T-shirt. So we have really. Our... Do we really want to do that, Neil? We have so few of them. I mean, how much? How much? <laughs> how much energy we really want to put into promoting this? Well, thing? we have some white and we have some gray. We don't have many left. So if you if you would like one, they're probably going to be twenty bucks. I'd imagine if you're out of the country, it might be twenty five. That's, That's shipped. for shipping. Yeah, yeah I've shipped. And, um, that, and that is not that is not a money maker for us. Oh, we're not that making any just, money from yeah, that, that at all. That is just because it's probably going to be ten bucks shipping. So right? we have so. we have like a really light gray, like a heather gray, which I'm wearing right now. Yep. Which you'll notice the nice sweat under my breasts and my uh, <laughs> Jesus. And it's, it's pretty light colored. <laughs> and then we have white, which was the choice of the punk rockers back yes. in the 1940s when Neil was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but they look sharp. They actually they yeah, do look really. They, they nice. look great. They came out great, front and, and back. And prints. they uh, they have like our, our like Stiv logo on the front. Yep. Like a little one on the breast, and then they have the big one on the back. And, and underneath that, they have the names of a bunch of uh, some of our punk rock heroes, like that people have died. Who, people who died, like yep. the Jim Carroll song, right? That yep. I played a few episodes ago. Yep. A few, probably ten. I don't know. Um, no, we got more than that. We got about twenty. Unfortunately, it's unfortunate, right? We had so many heroes that have died. Oh no, no, people have died. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. But uh, the the bone I have to pick with you, Neil. Oh, for bloody hell's sake! <laughs> There's no G.G. Allen. Yeah, what the hell? That was done on purpose. Psh, bias. He's about as punk rock as that lemon. Oh come on, dude. No, no, about as punk rock as that lemon. Love G.G. No, no, you don't. You never played a single song on this show. Oh, you're you're begging <laughs> me. Next next episode, number fifty three, will be the G.G. Allen episode, mm-hmm. and I will record the entire thing. Naked, sitting in a pile of my own feces. Well, I'm glad I'm not. Which gonna... I will also throw at Neil. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not Unfortunately, gonna... he'll be back in Chicago by then. I'm glad know. I'm not going to be here for that one. But uh, yeah, 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 I'm sorry. I'm not putting. I'm not putting Gigi on the same level as Stiv, Joey Ramone, Joe Stromo, some of the other legends on that T-shirt. Sorry, my friend. There's been a lot of other people that have died that we haven't put on the T-shirt. Thing. That's true. Mostly because we forgot or didn't think of them, or if yeah. they have like super lame names. Because most of them on there have like really cool names. Yeah, right? they do. Yeah, yeah. So that helps. So if you're going to be a punk rocker who dies. Have a cool name. Yes, and we'll put you one on a t-shirt. We forgot the guy who died in mountain climbing accident in Nevada, too. We did. We could, we could have done a picture maybe of a mountain you, and have... Oh, but we did a real, really mind. limited run of the white and the light gray. Yep. And the fact of the matter is we might do some other, you know, we might do some other light colors at some point or something so anyway and in the fall we might actually do some uh, hooded sweatshirts or something yeah, like so that. and if you got an interest in that right in because that will mean you know, we'll yeah because we, be we actually would it. like to because neil essentially is has uh invested a small fortune in these things <laughs> and a very small fortune and uh if uh if we could kind of like do some pre-orders or something or kind of figure out what everybody wanted i mean it wouldn't be necessarily bound to it but you know if we could kind of figure out what everybody wanted we could figure out our next order yeah, so. so we got some, but we, he's right. We do have like a very limited number. So if you think you would like one, you better write in soon and tell us a what size you are, 
and B, what color you want, and then and, we'll and, let you know if we even have them. And so. there's a really good chance you're probably going to have to wait till the next batch. Depending. But yeah. as far as Neil and I go, we're going to be pretty much, I think I mentioned this last episode, we're going to be like suicidal tendencies. Like, we're not going to go anywhere unless we have like at least five different pieces of punk till I die clothing or memorabilia. Yeah, on. the hats and the... Exactly. Underwear and socks and stuff like that. Somebody requested a G-string, but the problem is the logo's kind of big. I don't know that it would really work on a G-string. Yeah. Maybe like true. boxer briefs or maybe like some like basketball shorts or something. There you go. Because the age of COVID, because let's face it, in the age of COVID, who really needs zippers or flies or, or like buttons or any of that stuff? I mean, it's just slip-on shorts at this what point. What the right? hell are you talking about, man? I don't know. You've, you've gone off the deep end. It's those five beers Listen, talking. I'm going to have another beer and jump in the pool. Yep. So anyway, it's been a pleasure talking to everybody. It has. Thanks, Thanks for a lot. Hopefully this didn't sound too bad because, like I say, we're recording it in a completely different way than everything else. So if it sounds echoey or something, it's because we have one microphone and it's we're, we're all yelling Sistine, into it's it. It's because we're in the Sistine Chapel. Yes, exactly. But it was it was actually fun. I hope we can do this more often. I By hope. the way, I'm enjoying these words of wisdom that are on your walls. There's one that says sunshine. The one behind you says give us this day our daily bread. It's there you go. filling me with happiness. What do you, what do you want? Live, laugh, love? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's yeah. wine time? Yeah, yeah. It's 2 o'clock somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> it's 4 o'clock here. Yeah. So anyway, thanks everybody for listening. We'll, yep. we'll see you soon. We'll yep. probably have some more guests and we'll, you know, we'll do what we do. Yeah, we'll do what we do. All right. Bye-bye, bye, everybody. Stay safe. Stay guys free. Bye-bye.